Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. I'm really excited to welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Osmani for this week's Chinwag. Sadia, welcome back. Good morning to you this morning. Well, yes. close to brunch time to you. It's good to be in the studio. I know. If it wasn't COVID times, well, actually, we're not even allowed to eat in the studio during yeah. normal times. Yes. But how nice would it be if we were able to have a cup of tea and maybe a, a sandwich or two that and, and just chat? time will come, yes. I'm sure. I, <laughs> I hope, hope so, yes. I hope things will get better soon anyway good so so it's interesting because you know we do chinwag and we have a good chat about everything and uh and today's subject is really about talking so um you know that sometimes i don't know when you meet new people um i uh, you know you know me i talk a bit too much oh right? it's like looking at a mirror Sadia. <laughs> and we wouldn't be here if we didn't talk too much right but i was looking at some uh, research which caught my eye and i thought this is quite an easy uh, an interesting thing to talk about there was a paper published in the journal of personality and social psychology bulletin supposedly and they said that you know the intuition that people think that they should speak less in conversations with strangers in order to be liked and and, and for people to find them interesting, it actually is not so. That oh, you really? don't, you don't, you don't have to speak less. Supposedly, they found that people tend to think that they should speak about forty-five percent of the time to be likable in a sort of one-to-one conversation with someone new. However, it appears that speaking a bit more is actually a better strategy. Well, I feel absolutely elated by that. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, whoa, that opens the doors for me. All right. So um, so the study actually assigned, you know, randomly assigned people to speak 30%, 40%, 50%, 60%, or 70% of the time in a conversation with someone new. And they found that more participants spoke, the more they were liked by their conversation partners. And we call the mistaken belief that being quieter makes you more likable a reticence bias. Right. That's what it's called. And and this was only one study with 116 participants, but the outcome aligns with other researchers and their prior findings as well. And, for example, a previous study also randomly assigned one participant in a pair to take on the role of, like, a speaker and the other to take on the role of a listener. And after engaging in, like, 12-minute interactions, listeners liked speakers more than speakers liking listeners because listeners felt more similar to speakers than speakers did to listeners. Oh, You understand what I mean, right? The outcome suggests that one reason people prefer those who speak up um, because they learn more about the new conversation partner and that can kind of make you feel that you have more in common with them. Like a connection sp- or something. Yeah. yeah. So I suppose you're talking so much that something or other is going to connect somewhere. You know, Something's going to stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second mistake they found that people make is um, failing to recognise that their new conversation partners will form global impressions of them that are not extre- extremely nuanced, right? So in other words, people are unlikely to walk away from a chat with someone new thinking that their interaction partner was quite interesting but not very likable. Uh, rather, they're likely to form a kind of global impression, for example, a generally positive expression in which they view their partner as both interesting and likable. 
Interesting. Mm. So new, the new research actually suggests that all else being equal, you should speak up more than you typically might in conversations with new people in order to make a good first impression. I think we just stay the way we are because if we speak more than we <laughs> yeah, already do, I think then that it's could too be a much. dangerous point. Yeah. yeah, I think it does say something here. I think there's a fine too, balance. There's an optimum level here. Right? I got to say, you know, Sadi, and and we we both talk. I I certainly talk a lot, but you know, I've met people who really you know yeah. chew your ear off and yeah. and i'm thinking wow that's another level how how and they don't give you the chance to exactly the, the, there it's is a, such a fine art that you know you, you you pause and you let the other person talk for a while and, and you let them respond a little bit that's what makes a conversation mm. interesting mm. but then you know but there are books too like if you think of the the famous one how to win friends and influence people oh, yeah. by dale carnegie right um in that they clearly say that people uh, remember that people you are talking to are a hundred times more interested in themselves than they are in you so it's this thing of when you go and meet somebody new you know in that they suggest that you know you go and say so what do you do and what do you like you know and and then you get them talking about themselves and then they're really happy talking about themselves so this kind of goes against some of that that you know you talk about yourself too and you tell them can Um, i confess something though sadia you know when, when i go to a party and i meet somebody new and they ask me these sort of questions i give them very sort of short answers Mm -hmm. you know and and i think we have such an interesting job but it's like almost like i i I don't want to talk about it so much so i'm just like yeah do this and and how about you and then i throw it back to them well maybe this is your um this is your your professional (laughs) expertise coming in here where you automatically go into interview mode and you don't want to reveal too much about yourself but you're really out to get information from others you know oh you know too much i think also the other thing is is that because of the area that we work in, we're always looking for, I think our radars are always on, aren't they? We're always looking for sort of interesting people. So yeah. so we almost, like, we're on the hunt for good guests as well. Oh, enough time. about me. Uh, Let's talk about you yeah, now. Yeah, they say, no, tell me. Oh, yes. And then you're listening at the same time. You're thinking, oh, they've got a good voice. Yeah, they're quite articulate. You know, I, I, I must admit, I so, so many people I come across sometimes and, and I think, oh, that's really interesting stories they have. Oh, I think other people would like to hear this too so it is this I think we do have this kind of radar that's there but I was just looking it says that you know obviously they mentioned Dale Carnegie and stuff and it says research like ours can help people gain a more scientifically grounded understanding of social interactions with new people and ultimately become more confident and knowledgeable about how to make a good first impression Um, and then you know the other thing was that I was looking at was like you know, when you think about first impressions, I just thought that'd be an interesting area to have a look at too, that what, how, how do people judge when you meet somebody, say, at a party? What are the things that they kind of make a kind of impression of you from? And obviously there are basic things that we're all familiar with. You know, things like nonverbal communication or body language, you know, how, you know, how you, the eye contact, um, sometimes in parties or, you know, or generally if you're just meeting somebody for the first time, one thing I find really quite disturbing sometimes is that, you know, you might be talking and then suddenly their eyes kind of shift and they're looking, they're looking elsewhere or they're distracted. And then you think, okay, I'm going to end this conversation because they're not interested. And it's just this thing. And also like when you have a 
Are you quite aware of it? Yeah, you can see it. I think it's because I'm aware that maybe, again, it's going back to our radio, um, you know, our radio expertise or whatever, where we sit. And even when we have a guest in the studio, you know, we tend to look at them and we nod and we give them the facial expressions and things like that. And they can Until see... Until we're like, oh, we need to find out some more information about yeah. what they said and quickly do a Google. Yeah. I've actually had somebody say to me, Oh, well, should I continue? Oh, um, right. You're not, because you're distracted. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was just looking up a point that you'd mentioned just now. And I was so quick or, to... Or, yeah, you know... In had your, to line up the weather. Yes, that's right. In, your, in our position, it's also that when you have a guest in the studio, um, you're also keeping track of what's, kind of what's going to come next, whether you've got your news, whether your jingle is all lined. So lots of people might sort of get this impression that, oh, she's not listening to what I'm saying, but your ears are listening all the time, you know. We are very skilled... That's right. <laughs> anyway, this is a self-promotion bulletin here today. Anyway, so so things like certainly, you know, your body language. There's also this thing that um, when you first meet somebody, um, whether it be a party event or whatever it is, the whole, I think that's something that now with the pandemic we've all become quite aware of, is this whole kind of social distancing thing, that if people get too much in your space, um, you start to feel a little bit uncomfortable and you think, you know, you might step back a wee bit. So I think that's really important to keep in mind. You know, if you're a touchy-feely person and you automatically, without thinking, might pat somebody on the back or, you know, just give them a little, you know, oh, yeah. touch their shoulder. Some people do that without thinking. Yeah. And if they're not of the disposition that they're comfortable with touching and, and feeling like that, then they start to sort of squirm a little bit and think, hang on, don't touch my shoulder, yeah. please. So, so you know, so and I they think, recoil. Yeah, so bit, I yeah. think you have to be aware if you are particularly, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you're like that, you can get quite comfortable easily. But not everyone takes it, and that first impression that you give might just throw somebody yes. if you tend to do that. Um, because you know, it depends on different cultures, really, doesn't it? Certain cultures are much more. I mean, certain cultures when they meet somebody new, the first thing they do is kiss you on the cheek on the, you know three times or whatever. So, yeah. so it all depends. Um, physical features, your clothing, your hairstyle, um, your accessories, like you know, commented on my necklace today or whatever. So these are all talking points that somebody might be wearing some really nice outfit. Earrings. Or, or yeah. earrings. And you say, oh, I love it. And that's a really great way of starting a conversation. Um, and people do actually... Wouldn't it be terrible if you wore something to and a party and nobody comments on it? Yeah. <laughs> well, people don't. Sometimes people are also hesitant to comment on things because they feel like and especially like between the gender thing, you have to think that, you know, if you are going to, you know, as a woman, you may comment on another woman's dress or her earrings. Right. But if a man was to do the same thing, you may be, you know, a man yeah. goes, you look great in that dress. And you think, mm, yeah. <laughs> OK, yeah. thank you very much. Or, you, yeah, I might, I might say, oh, I love your necklace. But I may not say to a man, oh, I love your necktie. Yeah. Or, I oh, yeah. I love that and tie And they might on you. think it's a move. Exactly. They think they're, oh, they're, no. OK. And, oh, lovely, lovely aftershave you've got on there. <laughs> so so it's really, it's again, it's like... But I know, will always comment treading. on people's hair, haircuts because I notice it immediately. I can't help it. Mm -hmm. um, I went upstairs just now um, to put the milk away and I noticed Janice had cut her hair. Nathan had, had a hair cut okay. as well it's it's as if i don't know it's something really weird i notice immediately yeah, yeah. it's interesting because i suppose we all notice different things i mean yeah i would know you know as you know we both like jewelry and things like that i would notice somebody's earrings or i would notice something like that i'd also notice people's voices oh, i think yeah. people's voices always 
have a real distinct thing on me where I think, oh, he's got a lovely voice. And that is purely because You've got of the radio. ear for it, yeah. yeah. Because that's because of radio. But, you know, and, and it does say that actually some of the influencing factors, voice and speech do come into it. Um, I got a message, much. Janice, to let her know about your beautiful necklace. She'll really want to see it. <laughs> I have to yes. go up and show. <laughs> and also, like, you know, people's physical features and things. And the sounding environment. It's also about things like language, the kind of language that you use, that you use it in the context that you are in. Um, you don't get too informal. Like, you know, if you're in a formal setting, again, first impressions might come if you decide that in your, you're in a group of people and you suddenly decide to crack a joke, which in a professional right. environment that joke may not be appropriate to that environment things like that so you know these are the sort of things and it says also refrain from being judgmental yes. and i think quite a few people when they meet the first time with somebody um they may immediately think oh i don't understand why you're doing that and oh. you think well you don't know anything about me do you like so you have no right to say yeah. so that can cause um, you know, aggravation straight away. So people, well, the impression that they get of you immediately, they'll just think, well, I don't know, because yeah. they'll keep that impression in their head. So, so it's some interesting points, you know, and, and things like posture, I suppose, as well, your own posture. Because, you know, again, this, this applies to radio. When you do see somebody who's chilled out in their chair and leaning back and not really going towards a microphone or something, then you think, okay, um, I think, you know, you might have to come forward a bit. Or, or, or even if, they're, if the first time, if you're meeting, if you're in an interview for a job or something, your posture, you know, you have to be quite alert and you have to show, you have to be leaning forwards to show that there is an interest. And yeah. maybe when certain questions are answered, it's amazing just how many different things go into um, that first impression that people get of you. Yeah. You know? I, I got to say, if I go to a party or, I mean, not a, a formal event, but if, if I go to a, pl a place like that where I'm, I know I'm going to meet other people and I may, you know, right now I'm growing out my grey hair, for example, and that can often make you look a bit tired. And, and I'll put the makeup on and make myself look less tired, but it's sometimes a bit hard. But, and I notice, like, some people may not be so... Um, I mean, some people will talk to you, but some people may just sort of judge you on the first appearance, mm. like what you wear and stuff. Mm. And I'm actually quite happy that if people don't talk to, to, to me based on what I look like, because I think if you've just yeah. judged me yeah. as a person that, you know, maybe you think, oh, I'm, I'm not looking yeah. on par or, or whatever. I think you've just done me a favor. I think yeah. Keanu Reeves had a quote and I just looked it up. He oh. goes, I don't understand why people get mad when they get rejected by somebody or something. They've just done you a favor by not wasting your time. Yeah. And I'm, that's right. It's so true. And I'm I'm happy about that because mm. if 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 somebody judges you for not on your looks or on whatever, then, then not it's the not worth it. I uh, yeah, That's I don't right. want to talk to them as well. That's so, right. So I'm, I'm right. yeah, but that only comes with age as well because when you're young, you're like oh, yeah, and, why doesn't that? And I that think it has a real effect. Certainly, when you're young, you get quite sensitive about these things, and I think um, parents too have to be quite careful when they say things to to children because you know if you look back at your childhood it, it might have just been something that your your parents said but it stayed with you yeah you know i think um, dress to impress is one that my yeah. grandfather always used to yeah. say and you know i think that has and, and certainly it, has its merits yeah, there's a time to, and a place but if i'm heading out to i don't know this the, the wet market i don't need to dress to yeah, impress yeah i don't yeah. really mind who That's meets right. me along the way but it's amazing how that impression can you know sometimes if your parent is just a little bit on 
annoyed with you about something and then they say oh we just have to spoon feed you with everything don't oh, we yeah. oh, and then like and that slob. can kind of oh. really sort of stay with you where you think no you don't how can you say that type yeah. thing but it was just said on the spur of the moment but then what happens is that that kind of stays with you and you just think well, that was unfair to say that because, and then perhaps it'll change, you know, you just keep that in your head. So it's amazing that just what, say, children, which you may just say in quite an offhand way, children pick up and it stays with them and yeah. they think, oh, she didn't like that or yeah. I'm not like this. And because, you know, they, they're sensitive. And so, and, and again, that goes back to this first impression thing that when you do meet somebody for the first time, if somebody says, oh, and somebody, people think that, the inner, to be child, honest, the inner child with us will often feel that rejection. Yeah. And yeah. people think it's, it's good to be honest and sincere. But sometimes, you know, you have to be you have to be polite. You have to understand if somebody's just had a haircut, like you just said, and they come to the office and you think they say, "What do you think?" And you think, um, well, "Oh, I think makes it your face look, look I fat." Think it yeah, better. that's so I awful think it looked better to say. Before. Right? Why yeah. did you do that? And you think, "Oh my goodness, what am I supposed to do now?" Like, especially when you're already feeling a bit iffy about yeah. the haircut in the first place, um, and they've just confirmed yeah. your worst fears. Yeah. And having a haircut actually boosts your confidence immensely if you walk out and you're happy with it. What would you say in that situation, though? Because, you know, I, I don't think lying is the best thing, but sometimes if if that haircut, say, doesn't doesn't suit you. I think, you know, with things like haircuts, you know that they're going to grow out, that yeah. thing, right? So so you just think, and I and look, I would just, I would say, oh, it, it looks great. You know, it'd be really lovely if it was like, like this. Maybe you should let it go like that type yeah. thing or, you know. But I think, you know, it's not worth you hurting somebody, I don't think. I yeah. think it's worth just being a little bit aware because... It could be you. If you've done it, you know, you'll feel it eventually that maybe it's not right or something. Yeah. Uh, and give people the time, I think, you know, it'll grow out. Now, if you've gone and had a nose job or something, that's a different matter. Now I'm really worried. You know, what if Nathan in the office <laughs> and Janice are listening right now? Yeah, I just want to say for the record, love your haircuts, guys. It looks really nice. <laughs> I'll go and check really, it out now. Yeah, it really see. suits your face shape, especially uh, Janice's one. Right, Sadia, thank you so much You're for welcome. your sharing for this week's Chinwag. And uh, we'll be hearing more from you uh, this Thursday as you'll be doing the program yes, yes, brunch with Sadia yes, after a very long time <laughs> thank you very much indeed